Welcome uh, to uh, episode uh, 199, he says, stuttering uh, uh, like fuck while he starts it off. Shall we start that again, shall we? <clears throat> Here we go. Come on, Ben. No pressure. Uh, welcome to episode 199 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. Smashed it. Um, it is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 30th of March, um, 2000, 2021. And I finally got used to saying 2021. I swear to God, um, it takes me at least a quarter of the year. Here we go. 30th of March, about a quarter of the year through, won't we? Um, it takes me at least about a quarter of the year to get used to the new fucking year date. Um, because I never write it down anymore. I'm not school people. You know what I mean? I haven't got a job where I need to know what date it is. I haven't even got a, da- a job where I need to know what day it is, to be honest. Um, most of the time in the old day job at the minute. Yes, yeah, still working the day job. That's what we're doing. Um, while we're waiting for this uh, flandemic, plandemic, as people are calling it, are they? Hey, man, it's all planned, man. It's all planned. Um, the government want you. They want you as passive workforce, man. That's what they want. Um yeah, so um, I've, uh, um, yeah, so I, I, I have no idea, you know, like, I know it's Tuesday. I know it's Tuesday because it's podcast day. That's all I really know about these things. Um, anyway, um, I hope you, the point I'm trying to make is, people, I hope you're okay out there. I hope you're coping well, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get on with um, just talking about. Oh, I had uh, I'll, I'll um, uh, sorry, I'm just typing something in um, uh, on the old internet here. Um, I should have prepared this earlier. I know, um, but um, but I didn't, and I should have. And uh, now I'm feeling like I've let you all down. We've had a we've had a few viewings. That's the point I was trying to make. Uh, obviously, last episode, big episode, we announced that um, Briggs Towers is um, up for sale. Um, and we've had a few. Uh, we've had a we've had a few a couple of little cocksuckers come round. Have a look. Yeah, what you got in there? What you got around there? Let's have a look down there. Hey, hey, what's this do round here? Yeah, we've had a few of those fucking penis um, come around the house. Um, uh, we got an offer, um, which was well below what I wanted. Um, so I told them to f- strategically fuck off. And um, one of the people, actually, uh, who, who wanted to buy the place is looking to rent it out. Um, and she lives bang opposite, which was kind of weird. Um but ideal for renting out, I suppose. But, um, you know, people want to rent out cheap properties, don't they? Um, for some reason, I don't know why this is, but uh, it was never like this. But my the area I live in, I live in um, an area towards the south of Northampton, he says. Um, not giving too much away because I don't want any old fucking weirdo turning up on my doorstep or stealing my fucking money out of my bank account. I don't know how they're going to do that from the area that I live in, but they might do, you know, they might walk round with a little radar thing, trying to listen in, trying to muscle in on the Ben Briggs podcast. I don't know. Uh, I doubt that. I'm just like, you know, 
that's one thing, isn't it? You, you, how secure are you ever going to be? Um, you know, how secure are your passwords or whatever? You know, if people go <laughs> go to the full length of um, uh, of persuasion, shall we put it, with you, your passwords are only as as um, as secure as how much pain you can take. <laughs> That's basically it when it comes down to it, isn't it? Uh, someone can just kidnap you and fucking torture you. And, uh, what's your what's your fucking hotmail password? Uh, yeah. What are you going to do with that? Uh, I'm just going to look at it all through your all, all through your emails that you get sent. All your marketing emails, <laughs> all the spam. Oh, I just love fucking looking through people's spam. That would be a very odd criminal wouldn't it, who kidnaps you uh, and the password they want is just to your Hotmail account so they can have a look. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. Oh, I don't get this sort of spam to mine. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, your passwords are just, uh, yeah. You know, if somebody really wanted to get your passwords for stuff, there's ways and means of getting it, aren't they? You know, no one's going to put up that much of a fight, are they? Um, you know. You know, to stop somebody uploading a video to YouTube on your account. You know, it's... uh... (laughs) I mean, yeah, I can't imagine that scenario happening. But that's essentially, you know, what what they seem to do, isn't it? Like like with Facebook or whatever, isn't it? Oh, man, my fucking... Everyone seems to be getting their Facebook hacked now, don't they? Um, hi guys, I'm sorry, like, don't, I've had my Facebook hacked, so you can message me on my phone and shit like that while it's all sorted out. I I don't know why these people are hacking, you know, sort of like Jim from fucking Kettering's, like, Facebook account. I don't know what it's going to achieve, really, just so they can send Jim's friends and fucking family and... He's got about 150 friends. They can send them some video and they click on the link and they get hacked as well. And they're all in one big hacked family or something just so that they can push some fucking shitty marketing thing on them that they're not going to fall for anyway. (laughs) I don't know. Haven't these hackers got more fucking to do with their time than that? Surely. Surely they have. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he says, uh, and then immediately he's uh, he gets a message from his fucking Facebook account. You have been hacked. Um, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it's meant to achieve hacking somebody's Facebook account. Um, just to you know, let's have a look at your fucking pictures. Post something up there, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, anyone who does anything wrong always uh, seems to. Uh, say that their fucking Twitter account or Facebook account has been hacked anyway. <laughs> Isn't it? Every time somebody does something wrong. Uh, oh, that wasn't me. It was... Uh, it was, uh, it was yeah, Really? Really? Russian people, uh, you know, the Russian intelligence are hacking your account, you know, with your fucking 57 fucking followers or whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking hell. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's have a bit of orange juice. We're on orange juice, fresh fucking orange juice today. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. This is my one little wink and nod at um, trying to uh, try and be a healthier person. 
Um, yeah, I don't know whether they... I tell you what, it's ad graph, the old orange juice, though, isn't it? It is. It looks nice. It looks like a glass full of golden sunshine, um, but it tastes as fucking bitter, and, and I can't drink the stuff with the fucking bits in it. You're a heathen. If you if you have orange juice with bits in it, you're a fucking savage. You know, that's what, uh, you know, you're not plucking oranges straight from the orange tree, are you? And just crushing them down and go, you're not a fucking ape, are you? Just crushing them down because your body craves that, you know. Be a, more, be a bit more sophisticated, you fucking philistine, fucking <laughs> bit, bit love, orange bit loving fucking juice wankers out there. Uh, anyway, let's have a bit of this. I had the lot. I'm not going to lie. It's only because the aftertaste, it, it's nice and smooth when it goes down, but the fucking after, aftertaste of orange juice is bitter as anything. And don't, you know, we all know not to mix it with mint or anything like that, don't we? Um, it, It's fucking rank. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, Anyway. Anyway, there we go. Yeah, that's, that's 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 the. There's always a price to pay, isn't there, for trying to be healthy? Isn't there? You go for a run or something like that. You come back and you're knackered, or you pull a ligament or something like that. And th- th- that orange bitter aftertaste is the pulled ligament of the orange juice world. Um. Anyway, um, let's have a look at uh, what's been going on. In the news, one one thing did uh, make me laugh. Actually, um, it's a fucking great story. Um, this was in the states, I think. I think it uh, it's one of these stories that would only happen in America. I think I'm sure it's in the states anyway. Um, this guy, um, ninety thousand greasy pennies have been dumped on uh, Georgia man. Yeah, Georgia man's drive as a final payment after quitting his job. <laughs> So his boss basically um, paid him in fucking greasy, horrible, fucking dirty pennies um, for his, like, uh, um, for quitting his job. Andreas Flatten now spends his evening gradually cleaning the unusable coins, but he's trying to see the bright side. Uh, A Georgia man has accused his former employer of a childish move after he received his final payment of $915.00. Uh, in pennies. Uh, that's £666, it says here. 666, people. Conspiracy theories out there. Theorists out there. Uh, Andreas Flatten discovered the haul of 90,000 coins which were covered in an oily, greasy substance at the bottom of his driveway. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. On top of the pile was his final payment slip, along with an explicit parting message from the car workshop where he worked. That's fucking amazing. That guy has gone to extreme lengths to piss off his former employee. Um, just, just from uh, the inspiration of having that thought and then following that thought through, just the glee on the the guy, the workshop owner, uh, owner's face as he was fucking driving away must have been summit to light up the fucking darkest corners of the universe 
Ah, <laughs> oh, but he fucking loved it. Right, you fucker. I'll get you back. You want your $915, do you? Well, I'm going to give it to you in pennies and put fucking grease all over them as well. So you've got to clean fucking 90,000 of them. Uh... He now spends his nights, uh, we've done that bit, uh, Miles Walker owns the workshop, uh, told the TV that he didn't know if he had dropped the pennies outside Mr. Flatten's house or not. He said, I don't really remember, it doesn't matter, he got paid, that's all that matters. <laughs> the business then, businessman then called Mr. Flatten a weenie. Um, is, that a, is that an insult in America? Um, what's that mean? Is it a cock? Is it a nice way of saying cock? Weenie? Uh, meaning. I quite like that. Weaning, meaning, meaning in Bengali. A Frank's, ah, uh, yeah. A weenie, a Frankfurter or similar sausage or two, a man's penis as opposed to a woman's penis. Uh, is that, um, is that, um, dictionary definition taken into account the trans world there? A man's penis. As opposed to a woman's penis, I imagine. Um, yeah. Or does it mean a man's penis as in a, a human's penis as opposed to like a fucking a whale's penis? Um, I don't know. Anyway, it means cock, doesn't it? The man's uh, then called Mr. Flatten a weenie. That's a bit, seems a bit lame that um, after you've jumped... After you've dumped 90,000 greasy pennies on somebody's, like, driveway, to call him a weenie. Uh, he's a fucking cock, isn't he? There you go. Olivia Oxley, Mr. Flatten's girlfriend, said she hopes the incident will highlight how people are treated so poorly by their employers. Um, shut up and clean the fucking pennies, lady. Uh, but she's looking on the bright side saying, with that many pennies, we're bound to find a few treasures. I've already found one from 1937. Um, after the first shovelful, all we could do was laugh because this poor, miserable man took so much time to be vindictive and cruel. And I bet he loved every fucking minute of it as well. Loved every fucking minute. I bet he's hiding in a bush somewhere, videotaping, videotaping, video recording, recording. Get with the times, Ben. Uh, recording uh, every fucking shovelful is just getting uh, getting rid of more and more angst in his body with every sh- fucking shovelful of that. Uh, we, ab- we absolutely refuse to let him ruin a single moment of ours. <laughs> she sounds a bit hippie. Hippie dippy, didn't she? I refuse to allow you to ruin any moment of... All right. doesn't sound like it. Anyone who ever usually says that, I refuse to allow you. They're allowing you, you know. Just be honest, you know. Why aren't people just honest in that situation? It's, you know. Uh, yeah, surely you didn't think you'd be spending your nights cleaning 90,000 pennies full of grease. It's got to irk you somewhat, hasn't it? You know, just, you know, 90,000 pennies. Even even shoveling that up with every shovel full, you'd be like, oh, you fucking wanker. Now I've, got to, now I've got to split it into those little bags. You can only take a certain amount of little bags into the fucking bank because, like, for some reason, they've got a massive, you know, 
they're linked to the banking system and lend out fucking shitloads of money, but you can only take five bags full of coins in because they can't fucking deal with it. Maybe they're, maybe it's different in America than it is in this country, but that's what you do, isn't it? You take, uh, like, six bags of coins into Nationwide, and they go, ah, oh, we can only accept five bags of coins, because uh, why? Why? How big is your safe? What is it? The size of a fucking shoebox or something? Is that it? Why can't you accept more than... So you've got to make two trips then, haven't you? And you're basically just taking, like, driving up to the bank to take one pound's worth of pennies and put that in your account. And most people will go, oh, wow, I wouldn't bother doing that. But you need that fucking money or you're going to go overdrawn. (laughs) Been in that situation. (coughs) Been in that situation before. Where you take, oh, that that is one of the worst situations you can be in. Going into a bank... With uh, a bag, bags full of like five peas, twenty peas, two peas, and one peas, dumping them all on the counter and needing that to go into your account because you know you've got a direct debit going out the next day, and if that money's not there, it's gonna fucking bounce. <laughs> and they know as well. They look at you. They look at you, judging you over the counter. I know you're poor. I know you're poor. I'll weigh your pennies. I'll weigh your pennies for you. Is that what you want? You want me to weigh your pennies for you? So you so you can keep your mobile phone? Is that it? Is that it? You've been scouting around everywhere, have you? Looking down the back of the sofa. Your glove box in your car just to make up these little bags, have you? Yeah, just so you can pay your phone bill. Mm-hmm. You thought about managing your money a little bit better, have you? Have you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it feels like that anyway. When you go in there, it fucking feels like that anyway. Um, anyway, um, talking about holding things up, we're not, we're not, are we? Like, uh, we we're talking about banks. Um, there is the uh, the the Suez, uh, the Suez Canal ship at the moment that is uh, uh, trapped. So I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, this must go for um. Uh, biggest wanker of the year or whatever, like the... Uh, it seems to have expertly blocked the Suez Canal, this fucking transporter ship. Um, uh, and uh, they're, they're trying to dig it out. But apparently, I didn't realise so much uh, stuff goes through there. I didn't realise also how big those transporter ships are. They're fucking massive. Uh, when you see, because you see the transport of the Maersk line or Maersk line or whatever that is, you know, the boxes on the back of the lorries that they put on there, the containers, and they, um, uh, you see those go past you on the motorway and you think, fucking hell, you know, like that's essentially the size of a lorry, that thing. And then you see how many they actually stack up on those ships and how much tat. <laughs> I imagine how much shit is coming in from China uh, that inevitably they might as well cut out the middleman and just dump everything into that canal Um, because all that plastic and shit that's in there is going to end up there anyway. Uh, But apparently it's holding up um, 9.6 billion goods, um, billion dollars worth of goods a day. Um. 
just that one ship alone just blocking that. Surely they'd have, you'd have thought they'd have a plan against this. Or the plan against this is possibly um, just um, training the captains of the container ships to actually be able to steer them. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Hey, have you not got a contingency plan for this? We don't have a contingency plan for fucking idiots. Um, We didn't realise that somebody would be put in charge of a container ship who's going to fucking do this. But he seems to be stuck both ends. Um, I don't know. but um uh yeah that's one of the uh that's just one of those situations where you, we've all done that right i've i've i fucking you know i've not done that with a ship but we've all done you know where you pull up somewhere and you clip the fucking wheelie of your car on the curb or something like that or um or the other one is uh what i've done is uh i've driven into a parking space this was actually in Sutton Coalfield years ago. It must be about six, seven years ago, something like that. I remember I was doing a double up. I was opening in Sutton Coalfield and closing somewhere else. Pulled into this parking space, got out of my car, and I'm parked. The left-hand side of the car is parked, bang next to a wall that sort of like juts out a bit of the front. And um, I... Uh, I, obviously, we're right-hand drive cars over here, aren't we? So, like, I got out a right-hand side door, ran to the gig. I was running late, ran to the gig, went in, did the gig, come out. I was headlining another gig down the road, uh, got out my car, and instead of going backwards, I went fucking forwards because the person in front of me had gone. But I forgot about the little wall jutting out, and it just went, oh, scraped my car all the way down. And I didn't really hear it, but I saw people looking around and shit like that. And because I had music on in the car. <laughs> and just drove forward, got to the next gig, looked at the side of the, got out, looked at the side of the car and just went, oh, fucking hell, that's what those people are looking at. We've all done fucking shit like that, but not, you know, to the extent of this guy. Um, You know, he's <laughs> blocking the Suez Canal. I mean, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be brutal for that guy for the rest of his maritime life. He's just going to be dogged by uh, by that. Uh, are you all right? You got enough turning circle there, my old beauty. Yeah, well, you didn't have down the series, did you? Um, anyway, um, there we go. It's um, I can't still, uh, you know, I can't believe. I still can't believe how petty that guy was about the ninety, uh, the ninety thousand pennies. But it is definitely one of those things that I would probably think of doing. <laughs> I would, and I would take great pleasure in that. And I wouldn't give a fuck if they're like, "Hey, he's not going to ruin air day." Shut up! I've ruined it. Okay, I'll come around and kill you. And <laughs> that's the next step, isn't it, for that? Dumping ninety thousand pennies. Well, you're not going to lo- ruin our day. Ah, what? A, what if? What if I kill you, fucking dog? <laughs> With pennies, by forcing it into their throat. You just, you know, your dog's just there. Hey, you're right. Hey, Bruno, you're right. You're right. Kick him, and he just sounds like a fucking one of those people shaking a can to get charity money. Um, I don't know. I don't know people. Um, I uh. 
what's next? What's next? What are we going to do next? Um, oh, yeah, that was the uh, Batley Grammar School thing. Man. Uh, fucking. This is um, uh, something that happened here in the UK. Uh, Batley's Grammar School. Teacher is suspended over Prophet Muhammad image route. Um, so um, a teacher who... Uh, oh, he's been reinstated now as well. Uh, basically, I think... Uh, oh, God. Uh, they were discussing, like, the Prophet Muhammad images. I, I don't know. In class, right? Uh, I think they brought up the Danish thing or whatever. And then, obviously, um, obviously, to Muslims, um, they they don't... <laughs> I don't know if anyone's not got the message yet after the Charlie Hebdo incident and the fucking thing that happened in Denmark. Um, you know... Pictures of the Prophet Muhammad basically aren't meant to exist. Um, I think it's something about being sacred or something like that. It's very weird. Um, I don't really know too much about it. But um, should we Google it and work our way through? Let's do this. Let's Google it. Why can't you have pictures of... Oh, that... <laughs> that's all I needed. Why can't you have pictures of... Of Muhammad. Uh, most Sunni Muslims believe that visual depictions of all the prophets of Islam should be prohibited and are particularly averse to visual representations of Muhammad. The key concern is that the use of the image can encourage idolatry. All right, okay, yeah, so it's got a. That's interesting. Um, right, okay. Um, so, um, yeah. Right, okay, so um, they they don't want to encourage idolatry. Um, there's a certain lack of sort of like narcissistic sort of like, you know, stuff there. Uh, for most Muslims, it's an absolute prohibition. Muhammad or any of the other prophets of Islam should not be pictured in any way. Pictures as well as statues are thought to encourage the worship of idols. This is uncontroversial in many parts of the Islamic world. Um, yeah, so it's only certain things and they don't want to... Well, you can see that, yeah. I imagine it's the message of Islam that's more important than one single figure. Um, and like the old Christians there, you see. I suppose that sets them apart from the old Christians as well, doesn't it? You know, you get Jesus everywhere fucking hanging off a cross, don't you? <laughs> Oh, Jesus, there he is again, hanging around on a cross. Hey! Oh, right, okay. So, uh, yeah, he was discussing this. There was uproar about it. I don't know, you know. It's like people haven't got the message, that uh, the same sort of message that the old Charlie Hebdo people did. He was shot for that sort of shit, weren't they? And uh, and the Danish thing, it wasn't like a teacher killed out there or something about that as well? Um uh yeah so there's 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 been a big scandal about that i think one of the teachers was talking about it uh genuinely believe that the using the ah uh, yeah he genuinely believed that using the image as an educational purpose and benefit uh but it also said the topics covered during the class could have been effectively addressed in other ways and without using the image and th this that it was not necessary for staff to use the material in question to deliver the learning outcomes on the subject of blasphemy 
Is that blasphemy? It said it recognised that using the image did cause deep offence to a number of students, parents and members of school community and added that it deeply regrets the distress caused. Depictions of the Prophet Muhammad are considered deeply offensive in the Muslim faith. Um, yeah, it was like a caricature, I think, they that they did. People got resignation of the teacher involved. Yeah, you know, like it's... I know they're trying to talk to kids and teach kids and stuff like that. It's very difficult. It's a fine fucking line, in it? Because people take it, you know, as we've seen throughout certain... You know, um, certain you know fundamentalist Muslims um, uh, um, attacking brutally and killing people because they've depicted the Prophet Muhammad. Then you know, um, some people are going to get fucked off with it, aren't they? Even you know, you know. Regular is there such a thing? Like is that that's not patronising to say that is it? Regular Muslims, you know, like more normal practicing uh, Muslims, you know, or, or you know, mild uh, Muslims. Here he is. This is where I'm uh, tiptoeing across the uh, <laughs> across the slippery rocks of racism here, across the river of racism. <laughs> Are you going to fall in, Ben? Who knows? Um, yeah, uh, but you can see that even sort of like mild um, viewed uh, Muslim people, if that's, um, you know, um, if that's not um, considered, um, uh, you know, for want of a better word, sort of like PC in the, Mus- uh, in the Muslim Islamic, in the Islamic world uh, by Muslims, uh, then uh, uh, you can see people getting a bit pissed off with it, yeah. Uh, being as the reactions from strong-willed um, uh, people as as t- has been testament to, like in the past, hasn't it? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, think it through, bud. When it, what was? I imagine the teacher was white. Was he white? Um, if he's making that sort of. Um, would that make any difference? That's a that's an interesting question. Would it make any difference if uh, um, it was a Muslim teacher doing that? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe they wouldn't in the first place. That's probably that's probably the difference it would make. Ben, boom, and we have negotiated across that river uh, with only a minor wet toe there. I think. <laughs> Uh, probably more do a little bit more research before you bring topics up on your podcast ben that's one thing that's what that's what islam has taught me this week um do a do a bit more research ben isn't it christianity never taught me that shit you can just fucking blindly just walk through that forest (laughs) knocking down whatever trees you want anyway um what are we on? 31 minutes, people. That is a, a strangely strung together, teetering on the edge of racism and stereotypical language uh, podcast, uh, episode 199 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to um, 
contact me at all. Please don't send any pictures of Mohammed. Um, please, um, uh, you can message me, uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Saturday. Uh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, people. Um, have a good rest of your working fucking week. I shall speak to you then. Take care.